Hi everybody, I am Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where I tell you what's happening at the movies. And my guest today is Adam Driver, who has his own film festival. <laughs> we're doing now. I guess, is it The Report that opens first or Marriage Story that opens first? Uh, Mirror Story opens uh, first in theaters and then go, I think it's Netflix on December 1st. And I think Report is soon after that, soon, a couple weeks after that. And Star Wars after that. Star Wars after that, yeah. So, you know, yeah. how does that happen? I, that suddenly it is an Adam Driver festival. I, I don't know, it's too much, too much, too much in my face. It, it really, we shot, I think, Mirror Story almost close to two years now. And no one wanted to wait a year and give him a lot, and have a lot of time to work on it. So it just the way the schedule worked out just turned into too much in my face all at one time. You're carrying all this around and you're just closed in Burn This, right? Yeah, in yeah, this- yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a, a month and a half ago or so. Yeah, what do you do? What do, you do? What's your downtime like? <laughs> no, I haven't, uh, I haven't had any. I haven't had any downtime. <laughs> so, it's, so it's dry because there is none. But I'm going to take uh, some. I'm in the middle of shooting something now. Of course you are. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but, but after that, I'm going to take some some time off and uh, uh, look up at a tree. I just can't imagine that happening for you. <laughs> you know? I don't know if it's this like Midwestern mentality in in me that, uh, and not to generalize the Midwest of like, oh, you go to work, you get up, you go to work, and you come home, and you're tired, and then you go to sleep, you wake up, and go to work. So uh, to me, it it's sounds not like, like a plan. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not so. Like, oh, you work a lot. Well, yeah, that's what you, you do, right? You go, you go to work. Like, the idea of taking months off, at, like, it's just not, wasn't, was never in my DNA. Uh, or taking time off it wasn't, like, a, something that I'm used to, I guess. It's this marriage story. He's here in the poster and in this picture. We'll, let's start with that one. Okay. I don't want to blow smoke or anything, but it's, it, to me, it's one of those rare times where a movie turns out perfect. Wow. I do not know if when you were making it, it felt that way, but it just, everything just came together in such a way that it seemed it all had to be that way, and yet I could never predict which way it was going. Wow, that's a very nice compliment. No, it didn't seem that, it was perfect <laughs> when we were making it, but I knew when I got the script that this was, it was a, just as a document, just as a script, it was beautiful. But then uh, in shooting it, when we actually had to say the language, I was surprised by how uh, difficult it was and then every usually shooting a movie there's maybe one or two scenes that you know is coming up and you kind of uh, overthink that scene or you're anticipating it too much mm-hmm. and then it's always you know running through your mind that I have that scene coming up but for this movie every day seemed to be was that scene I'm like oh oh this scene is coming up now like and then but no no it's too soon in the shooting schedule We're like <laughs> we need more time before we uh, but that is also a sign of great writing, where every scene is, you know, necessary and vital, and the stakes are incredibly high, and th- that's what you kind of want, where there isn't any fat. Is it just because it was that emotional marriage? Uh, yeah, because there's again, the language was beautiful in and of itself, and what's great about Noah's writing is, the, and how he directs is the the words are the words, and that's fine because I'm, you know, with. Uh, I come from a theater background, so I'm used to the play is the play. Mm-hmm. But what the intention is behind the lines can change. And the more you say it, the, when you actually have to say um, say it to someone else, and this one it was, uh, it, it was more emotional than I thought it was going to be uh, because it's so beautifully written. And the, the, the descriptions that Charlie has of Nicole are you know, beautiful, how the scenes with his son are beautiful. They're, they're, it was hard not to... Um, 
kind of get swept up by it. Beautiful, but, uh, painful. Yeah, very painful. Funny. Yeah. Funny, painful. Ho- yeah, hopefully. You know? And all of that is happening almost at the same time. He did a really great job of writing a very specific story from a very you know, specific lens, but it was such a great guide of how you can project all of your relationship to divorce without getting too specific or personal. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was just, it, it felt very personal for everybody. That's why I think, well, I don't want to give away, I mean, except it's about a breakup. You know, it's a marriage story. That's but what it's happens. Two people. Yeah, divorcing, separating. Yes. But, but really, it, I mean, I think movies are always kind of about a lot of things, and it's also about, you know, how love can transition into something else and how painful that can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one character is kind of is uh, building themselves up, and the other is kind of breaking down, you know. A mourning of the loss of love is like a is also kind of what happens, and in uh, underneath, hopefully, all of the scenes where they are, you know, going through this uh, kind of clinical ritual of getting divorced, there's there is this love underneath that um, hopefully hopefully you feel there still is this you know kinetic thing that they, they for so long have. Uh, had this relationship that's felt second nature, even just being in a room with each other and mm-hmm. now just not mentally making a choice that that's not a reality anymore is hard. Yes, we've seen movies about divorce, about split-ups, marriage, things that break up. When that happens, um, I think the audience, anybody watching it, can feel those emotions. Right. So I was going to ask you, too, when you had your last scene, do you take... Charlie home with you? Is it hard to say goodbye to him? The good thing about working a lot is that there's something else to, to, to sub- distract you from, uh, from that. I, I have a good ability to, as soon as it's done to try to, drop, to try to drop it. And I'm always ready to move on, regardless of how much I like shooting it. This was tough to shoot, but I mean, I loved working on this. I'm working with Noah as my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Scarlett's great. Alan Alda's great. Like it, uh, Ray Liotta, Laura, Laura Dern, you know, like it was a, a great cast and mm-hmm. I loved going to work, but I'm always ready for it to be over. And so I, I think I've just trained myself as soon as it's done, like flush it, flush it out of your out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Except with something that you know you're going to do again, something like Star Wars, then you put it in the back of your mind somewhere and it kind of stays because, you know, you have to keep working on it. But uh, stuff like this, I try to flush it out of me. Like burn this. As soon as it's done, try to flush it out, mm-hmm. try to burn it. Okay. Well, let's switch to the report. Okay. Political thriller based on a true story. So who is this guy that you're playing? This guy named Dan Jones, who was tasked to write what turned out to be the most uh, comprehensive report for the Senate, Intel- Diane Feinstein and the, mm-hmm. and the Senate Intelligence Committee uh, about the CIA's post-9-11 torture program. He went through what equated to like an urban library of information was like six million pages, wrote a report that's just over 6,000 pages. Then it was condensed, you know, because it became a partisan issue and, and condensed to something over 545 pages. That's actually in a book that you can buy, you know, on Amazon mm-hmm. of, of the actual torture report. And then Scott, the writer director, con- uh, condensed that down to like a 145 page script. So he had. There's a lot of things that he could have put in there that maybe were more salacious, but there he was very disciplined in picking facts that were undisputed, that you could throw a dart at any line, and there was references upon ref- footnotes upon footnotes to back it up. And so that's kind of what it's about. His his investigation and 
You know, well, that's what happens, I should say. It's a dogged investigation. Yeah. It lasts it's, a little over, I guess, in total would be seven years. Yeah. But, yeah. There's no life. No. This guy is just determined to do something that when people look back on that time, they say, well, I know that. It's enhanced interrogation, waterboarding, all of that stuff. It just didn't work. But no, we didn't know that. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> we didn't. And him trying to get that through, like you say, a partisan issue. Right. Or Diane Feinstein also. And Annette Benning is tremendous. And yeah, she's amazing. Her. She's really great. Yeah. But it's like a 70s political thriller. It's like all the president's men. It's like digging out the truth and making that exciting. Right. Tough. Yeah, it is, yeah. So, th- yeah, which is why that we knew, like, that's what happens, but no one will really care if we <laughs> don't you know, uh, track what maybe the movie is also about is someone being disillusioned by the institution that they grew up to trust, having to find, you know, what is his moral compass within, how is he trying to um, leave his emotions out of it and also address what is the moral compass of our country. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a decorum that he has to follow. He can't just go in and like bang on a table and say, we did this and that's it. You know, and people will believe him. There's a process and there's a chain of command that he has to follow. And, and, you know, in isolation doing all that, not really having an avenue to express yourself except to your boss, you know, um, and inevitably, you know, it kind of comes out, but then he kind of has to walk it back is all, is all, things that were fun to play or what you think about you know like the big themes of the movie even with marriage story you i don't try to think about it you try to just find the humanity in the scenes that you're shooting and then hopefully that like those aren't playable actions you know i mean to play a guy who's at desk a lot yeah yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. it's all hard it's all hard yeah, right right you know it's like a writer and then people will come by and say yeah, can yeah. we watch you when you do this? It's really boring. Right, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, watch how I draw things what, on the blackboard. What, what, yeah, here it is. And, he, and yet right. there's so much tension oh, in good. this movie. Yeah. And again, it's asking an audience to pay attention. Yeah, exactly. And then rewards it. So, you know, good on you, you know, to <laughs> pick those two things to do. Uh, well, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I, I was lucky to be involved in both of those things. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, Scott and, and Noah or... Uh, two people that were, you know, they, they, it came, both of them came from an urgency. So I'm, I'm, well, no, I don't know if I had nothing to, much to do with it. When I was thinking about those three movies that you happen to be in, Star Wars, it's this big size, giant movie. Mm-hmm. Are you just as comfortable doing that as you are doing the... I learned to be comfortable in it just because it was unfamiliar to me when we started Force Awakens. <laughs> not, not so much in how we were working on it, but the scale and um, size of it I'd never worked on. Just even getting used to a rhythm of a set being so long before we, you know, moved. There's so many special effects and so many people on set. I was used to just smaller groups of people in small rooms, you know, with like borrowed costumes. I mean, that's not entirely (laughs) true, but but just like smaller, smaller people around and suddenly the set in itself is a huge theater for like a, a, you know a hundred people I, I it took me a while to get used to that the rhythm and, and the what like you know the technical part of it you know the cgi the, the effects mm-hmm. of it took me a while to get used to but because it was jj and because it was ryan working on it, it, it apart from our costumes being dramatically different <laughs> than anything i'd worked on before you know they made it feel like small independent movies and in that I had a preconceived idea that, you know, you were going to lose 
those conversations about the humanity and sake of the spectacle of it. But I, because it was JJ, you know, you don't lose any of that. The first conversations that we have were about the humanity of that character. How do we make that person not two-dimensional, but someone you can watch breathing on mm-hmm. screen? And, and so it didn't, in that sense, it didn't feel uh, that, that markedly different. Did you take anything? I take anything? And do you think of Kylo Ren? Oh, yeah, yeah. I take all sorts of stuff. Well, I have a whole costume. Yeah. And, uh, Did they know you took it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked. So I guess it's not really taking <laughs> anything you, if yeah. you're... Um, I have two helmets. Mm-hmm. I have lightsabers. I have, I have all sorts of stuff. I don't know what I'm going to do with the costume because um, right now it's just in a box, but I'm going to try to It would be out. weird to see you at home, basically, <laughs> with all of these things. Yeah, or I could just put it on one day and go to the bank, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Here's just everything driving. I wore, right? Here's my own museum to me. This will right. be so great, and right. we'll just have this together. Oh, yeah, I could do that. I just create oh. a sanctuary at home. <laughs> oh, so no, you've got to do anybody that. Anybody who comes and visits knows that I, I was in Star Wars. <laughs> in terms of you looking at you, do you watch yourself? No. You don't do it? No. I've seen things uh, here. Like, I watched Star Wars um, somehow once, but, mm-hmm. but uh, apart from well, that. you have to be tied down and, and forced to look at yourself. Yeah, yeah. Me and Noah and I are having a debate about marriage story. I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hard to to watch myself for lot for lots of different reasons. You know. Are you just critical of yourself? Well, it's that, and I feel like also to kind of really absorb what's happening, you kind of got to watch it like three or four times to 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 practice not you know not thinking about you doing it. And so I'm like, here, I got to watch it four times. Like, you can't do that. And also, I feel like just leads you to trying to, well, not only being self-conscious, but I, I, I kind of like orchestrating it on set so I, I know when I'm unaware. And being unaware of where a camera is or you know what your face is doing or how you look, I think sometimes you know we don't have that in life. Uh, so No, you don't have to so do So I don't want to, I'm not so curious. I'm trying to make it look better, you know, unless you kind of have to, unless the thing kind of requires a visual... Well, it's uh, over most of the time if it's a movie. You can do that on the stage. You can play pale the yeah, next yeah. night and do something yeah, else. Yeah, and that's what I'm but, familiar with, yeah. knowing what's going on internally and not really necessarily seeing what the outside is. Who do you trust? Do you trust your wife? Is she a good critic of you? Does she say? Yeah, she's a great, uh, great critic. Is she kind or just ruthless? No, she's, well, <laughs> ruthless in a way that is, uh, is thoughtful, not just like, you know, you suck, let's... let's uh, Let's split up, but like, uh, um, yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be, yes, I can't stay married to you. No, she's just she's honest, but as uh, is really good at articulating, um, uh, the good and bad in a way that you I feel kind of need in life. I, I want, I don't want people around me telling me, um, I also don't want a lot of people telling me what's wrong with it. So <laughs> you, you try to pick like one or two people that you trust <laughs> their opinion, and, and they say, Oh, yeah, that thing that you you have a problem with, I can see, but it doesn't register, or, or the opposite. The well, thing yeah, that you think is working actually <laughs> sucks. But it, it, isn't it also almost as bad when, and the, to me it's all deserved what's happening to you. I'm, I'm oh, really no, happy thank, for you, thank you, you know, you. that it is. And you should trust it, but I think any actor is a little bit, you know, suspicious of this constant praise, or you're going to win the Oscar for this, or like you were nominated for Black Klansman, and you get into that race. Do you try to keep that out of your head? Yeah, totally. I know. It's, I think it's really, I've been lucky in having people around me who are, um, uh, uh, where, I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm around my wife, my family. They, they, they're very quick to tell me all the mistakes that you make. So mm-hmm. I, I don't, uh, 
Uh, I don't give that much weight. It's all good. It's all it is, exciting. Sure, but, and, and you know, if and when you do win the Oscar for this, which I think you should, you should say, where did this come from? Nobody around me even thinks I'm good in this. Right? <laughs> you know, how did it happen? So anyway, congratulations on all of this. And again, we come to the end of the show, as we did the last time, <laughs> where... When I asked you to sing, just a little moment <laughs> of something. Such panic, no, right? no, you said you said I was having a good time until you did this. <laughs> I'm not a singer, right? And then people go to Marriage Story and watch him do like a Sondheim aria of being alive. I sat there watching that. It was the only time it took me out of the movie. And I said, that bastard <laughs> told me he can't sing anything. You know, he isn't doing it, and yeah. he does maybe the toughest. 11 o'clock number, as they call them, in Broadway history, you know? <laughs> well, well how did you steal yourself for that moment? How come you didn't say to Noah Baumbach, I can't do this? <laughs> well, yeah. well, it's different when you're like, you know, sing a, sing a, like, you know, sing Jingle Bells as you, as opposed to like, you know, sing, uh, I don't know why Jingle Bells is the song. I, <laughs> I don't know, but you remember the song you did sing for me? No. Twinkle, twinkle, little oh, star. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got. Uh, so yeah. I'm just asking for a modicum, a small, oh, man. little, come on, look at this. Oh. Fearless actor. No, no, no. Yes. But, but you have to this play a character, it. and that's easier to... Well, okay, to... play somebody. No, no, How, no, what no. would Kylo Ren be singing? <laughs> Right, no, you know, <laughs> what yeah. would he actually no, be doing? This is the Henry V singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. No, uh, oh, man. I can't, well, I can't, uh, you can't do Twinkle, Twinkle. I won't. You I have won't to do, do a little bit of something different that's there. <sighs> what is that? That's being alive. Oh, okay. That you do sing. <laughs> I guess right, I didn't out. do it quite yet. Yeah. Um, it's panic time now. Uh, Oh man! I've all the time I have, in the I world. I thought of a song actually Excellent. that relates to travel, Excellent. but um, but I, I don't have to sing the whole no, thing. No, right? not at all. All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. Oh, this is terrible. I'm standing here outside your door, <laughs> and that's it. Then I wait. I um, you're not leaving. I on hate a jet to. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. <laughs> so kiss me and smile for me. <laughs> oh God. Tell me that you wait for me. Hold on, you better let me go, because I'm leaving <laughs> now. Now he is leaving now, people. Yeah. I trust me. When you see him oh, in man. Marriage Story, you'll hear what he could do. Oof. And aren't you now going uh, with Leos Carax and making a musical? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're actually yeah, we're shooting and it you, now. You sit here yeah. and do this, <laughs> and then uh, I can't touch it. But no, this is course, like a nightmare. I'm, it's a nightmare, so it'll be <laughs> so much fun on that set. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, it's not fun on that. Set. No, <laughs> no, it, it actually, actually is credible. A musical. Musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like an opera, so we're. I think you're doing this just to taunt me. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? no, no. But I, to me, you could get away with anything for what you're doing now. So oh, thank you very much. Congratulations, my thank friend. You. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Thank you.